Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> exact same time. Um, okay, so welcome to Spooky Tales, Tales from, from Wales. Wales. Welcome uh, everyone who's listening. Um, thanks for joining us. Our first podcast, our yeah. first episode. Um, will be strange, not going to lie. Yeah, but very strange. I know, new adventure, but it's going to be really good. Um, so normally a little bit about what we would be talking about is... Different areas in Wales. Yeah, with some spooky backstories. Yeah, and hopefully we can get some real life experiences to talk about as well. Yeah. And talk about our own. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> um, but because this is a Friday the 13th, of course, we've got to talk about Friday the 13th. Yeah. And all the, the superstitions. superstitions that come with that. Yeah. Um, Particularly so, in Wales, yeah, we like, found quite a few. It's quite surprising. Some really creepy ones, some quite out there ones. I yeah. want to say. <laughs> some which we've definitely <laughs> never heard of before. Yeah. Um, and also apologies in advance. Although we are Welsh, we are not Welsh speakers. No, so. no, we are not. <laughs> and we're probably even going to mess up. Yeah, pronunciation of like. <laughs> Places in Wales and... So don't come for us, but correct us. Yeah. In a nice way. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we forgot to say, so that is Steph. Yes. Hello. Um, and that is Jay. Hey. <laughs> okay, um, so I think that's pretty much what we want to say. So I have a question for you. Oh, go for it. Would you say you suffer with Frigga Triska decophobia? I nailed it. I've been practicing that for days. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so one, do not know what that is. Okay. But I do know what, I think it's trisodecophobia, which is the fear of the number 13. Yeah. So I'm so assuming it's the fear of Friday, Friday the 13th. 13. Yes. Um, I would say no. I'm not afraid of Friday the 13th. I kind of embrace Friday the 13th. And... I try and make my own luck on that day rather than my own bad right, luck. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. I like that take on it. I mean, I'm a clumsy person anyway, so if I don't fall <laughs> on that day, that's a win for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't say I pay much attention to the fact that it's Friday the 13th. It's just always in the back of my head. Yeah. If things go wrong, oh well, Friday yeah, the 13th, 13th, you know. I think it's, you know, that thing of, when you realise it's Friday the 13th and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Everyone, it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. Like, no one touches your scissors. Brace yourselves. <laughs> so I think it's kind of, I don't fear it, but I don't acknowledge it unless I something uh, bad I acknowledge it. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I'll make my own luck today. Go yeah. buy a scratch card, see if I win or something. <laughs> and I'm like, it's lucky. It's Friday the 13th. Lucky. <laughs> but yeah. What are your guys' thoughts, though? Are you afraid of Friday the 13th? Um, if you've had any bad experiences around Friday the 13th, then let us know. Yeah, in particular, any of the superstitions we talked about today, that would be interesting. Yeah. If any of these have happened to you, that would be really cool to know. That would be so interesting. I'd love Especially, to I think there's one that could be quite common. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. yeah we'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> okay. If anyone does want to contact us, we'll repeat our email at the end. But our email address is paranormalwales one at outlook dot com, and we've also got Facebook as well. 
yeah, which is Spooky Tales from Wales. Um, drop us a comment, drop us a message, uh, and yeah, we'll read Yeah, well, we want to know your spooky stories. Yeah. Ghosts, demons, aliens, uh, mermaids, yeah. <laughs> you name it, we want to know. Any odd experience. We definitely want to know. Also, like, um, if there's just legends in your area, like, we have mm. a couple of legends in this area. Yes, we do. Um, so, but yeah, and if you even have a history about yeah like, like the backstories between uh yeah behind towns that mm-hmm. have spooky stories that would be really cool to know as yeah. well i mean a little bit about our town we've got um a hanging tree in our yes. town and one of the areas from our town is even in well should translate to trees and yeah so yeah, I would love to know some of the stories from that. From um, people who have lived in those houses, particularly around there, because yeah. it actually translates to graves. I know. It's kind of like, you know, if you say it, and then if you get some of the Welsh speaker who can translate it, they're like, oh. They're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's graves. It means graves. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, we'd love to know, so mm-hmm. definitely send us your spooky stories, please. Okay, so let's get into this then. Um, so for reference-wise, guys, we found this on spookyarls.com, um, and this is 13 points of things to avoid on Friday the 13th in South Wales, or Wales in general. Yeah. Um, but the first point is specifically about South Wales, and Friday is associated with bad luck. Miners. I have never um, felt like that. I've always felt like Friday is such I a good know. day. You finish work, it's all done for the week. I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but they do work really hard, and I can understand. But when it comes to superstition, I think with working in the pits, yeah, I think yeah. Back in that time, every kind of bad luck and omen type of thing would always cause a little bit of nerves yeah. within that community. Um, so these miners would refuse to start working any new project on a Friday because they would feel that it's bad luck, and especially on Good Friday. Oh, okay. Which is a little bit odd. Yeah, well. But Good Friday's like a Christian holiday, so you would think you're celebrating Good Friday, aren't you? But they would think of it as a bad an omen to do any new project on the Good Friday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well... I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just walking up to work on a Friday and being like, I can't possibly start work today because it is a Friday, which, you know, it's uh, just no, bad no, luck. No, it's no. all going to go tits up. <laughs> I'm down the pub. It's a Friday. Ta-da. I feel like it was a big excuse for some of these people. <laughs> and I don't blame them one bit. No, I don't blame them either. <laughs> Okay, so number two, beware of corpse candles. Spectral candles seen by roadsides foretelling of impending death. Right, tell me what is a corpse candle? Well, from what I could gather, I did have a little look around. It's just lights, from what I could tell, on the side of the road. (laughs) Like street lights? Well, (laughs) no, just sort of like lights where you don't know what the source is. So... I did not have time to look into it all that much. <laughs> I won't lie. But from what I could find, yeah, it was just sort of lights at the roadside. Um, particularly 
it seemed like they were foretelling your own death from what I read. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. So if you see lights on the side of the road. You no, know when you're driving on the road and you see the cat sorry, and oh, you're like, oh my god, yeah, it's yeah. my corpse cat. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful the road. <laughs> I hate driving down a road when you're on your own. Yeah. And there's no like street lights at the side. Even like so. one of the lanes. Yeah. Like I hate lane driving. Like I like it at night because you can see if another car's coming. But now yeah. I know about corpse candles. If I see lights coming the other way, I'm like, oh my god. I'm, die. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Especially on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> Just don't go driving at night on Friday the thirteenth. If you do it in the day, you won't see them, so it's no, fine. Fine, you won't know. You won't know it. <laughs> So, there is another one, um, which is all about the flowers, and the smell of these flowers predicts doom, which is fantastic, Um, and they're called invisible death flowers, so they gave off such a strong scent that the miners in the Port Talbot area, they would literally stay at home. Yeah, okay, so this is one story that I read, and I was really interested in. Um, so the big explosion that happened in Port Talbot, um, pit yeah. in 1890, yeah. um, there were, yeah, there were 87 miners who died in that, which is so awful, sad. but, yeah. um, there was a guy, I can't remember his name, <laughs> but I definitely read it, but he, um, worked in those pits a number of years before and he was there I think there was an explosion in 1870 as well oh, wow okay um I think there was quite a few yeah during that time but yeah 1870 there was another fairly big one and he would not work in the two weeks leading up to the 1890 explosion because he smelt the smell and he just knew that there was going to be a disaster so he wouldn't oh, work gosh. around that time and he obviously survived because he didn't work I think it was about two weeks leading up to the 1890 explosion. So, I mean, we can't get away with that now because if you could smell the smell, you wouldn't got coronavirus. <laughs> you go to work whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Working in the pandemic. <laughs> okay, so we have watch out for birds. Pigeons, robins, and doves flying over a pit were believed to be foretelling a disaster. Dubbed corpse birds. Don't nice. we call a lot of things corpse things? Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, they were seen before a massive explosion at Saint Genis Colliery in nineteen thirteen, in which four hundred and forty miners were wow. killed. Owls screeching over the houses were also seen as an omen and known as corpse birds. I mean, when I see birds flying over me, I'm like, please don't poo on me. Whereas, <laughs> don't poo on don't us. Don't poo on me. Please. I know it's meant to be good luck, but it doesn't really <laughs> say good luck when you're walking around with poo on your head, does it? Are you what? Is that like on Friday the 13th only? That if I see a pigeon flying over my head, like, it's going to be, be a disaster? I don't know. Um, I mean, am I, I would assume to look so. at the sky? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, maybe, yeah. just on, <laughs> maybe just on Fridays, be weird. There is another bit as well, though, isn't there? there? It's an owl screeching over a house. That's also seen as an omen of corpse birds on Friday the 13th. So what? It's like a pre-warning of the corpse birds coming on a Friday or Friday the 13th. 
You just said there's an owl. You just, you just said it in well, that no. way, though. So I'm but like, like, if there's an owl screeching over your house on Friday the thirteenth, that's also known as a corpse bird as well. So I'm assuming it's still part of the superstition. If you hear yeah. any kind of bird, yeah. Well, I assume the corpse birds mentioned at first was sort of more to do with the colliery and yeah. the miners. Maybe the owls screeching over your house. It's more of just an omen in general. True, it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Like, go away. It's not kind of creepy, though. Yeah, I think I'd be a bit creeped out if kind of birds were screeching over my house. I mean, what's even creepier is looking out for squinting women. Oh, yeah. This one. (laughs) This one. I love this. So, Friday the 13th. If you see a woman squinting at you, if you passed, if a miner passed a woman that was squinting, he would turn around and just go home. Like, no, I'm not going to work because I feel like they were finding a lot of excuses not to go to work back in the day. I mean, wouldn't you? You're down in a mine for how many hours of a day? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, what are excuses for sick these days? Like, back then, superstition might have been the way to get out of work. I'm sorry, Bart, not coming in today. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't she squinted sim- at me. She was angry. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> symptoms back in the day. It was the squinting Squint. woman. <laughs> like, what did you do, mate? Didn't buy a flower. She squinted at me. Like, I can't come in today. <laughs> She's angry. Oh God, what if she had birds flying over as well? <laughs> squinting. The squinting woman with the corpse birds. It was just all stacked up against us. No way for us today. Definitely fucked. <laughs> yeah. the 13th, did you see all of that? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, the next one. Hide the cat. Why? Again. <laughs> On the days miners were to be selected for new positions at the mine, women would hide the family cat in an unlit oven. In an unlit oven. Can you imagine? If you were to preheat the oven, you have to take the cat out. I wonder how many. Times we are that not happened. right. If you were a cat owner, we are not telling you on Friday the thirteenth. To put your cat in an oh, oven. I'm just please. putting that out there. Please, please do, do not. not put your cat in an oven just for superstition purposes. No. I, I like, can that. you imagine? You're, like, say Scott now is up for a promotion <laughs> or a new position in work and you think, do you know what? I'll put the cat in the oven. <laughs> okay. That is so creepy. I wonder how many women forgot they put the cat in the oven though and then turned those ovens on. Well, surely the cat would be like, screeching. <laughs> Be doing more than Marin, surely. It's in the oven, bless it. Poor cat. <laughs> um, there was more to this. <laughs> there was more to this. So, uh, to avoid her husband being chosen for the most dangerous position, I assume that means. So, on another note, cats were not permitted to enter the room where a dead body lay before burial, as it was believed cats were out to steal their souls. Do you know what? I I don't disbelieve that. I don't I don't disbelieve that. Um I I still don't think I'd leave a cat in the room with a dead body anyway. Just I mean it doesn't seem like a good idea, but like cats eat their owners, don't they? Well yeah. That's what I mean. Like I I wouldn't Maybe that's why. Maybe that's where that came from. Like maybe someone died, they left their cat obviously obviously they left their cat. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean like, their cat started to eat them. So maybe that's, like, how that superstition came. Was it? Yeah, that could be. 
I mean, if you die on Friday the 13th with your cat in the room, you're going to get eaten then. Don't live alone and have a cat and die on Friday the 13th. Just an unfortunate circumstance. Yeah. You do. I wouldn't be surprised if they steal souls mind. Like, I don't, I don't have anything against cats. I'm more of a dog. I'm a dog person. person but but I, I can see that. Cat. Well, they have nine lives. I think there's a reason. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. There is a reason the cats have nine lives. They're oh, sucking the souls yes. out of all of us. And <laughs> <laughs> um, for another <clears throat> superstition, which I think is kind of like normal, I would say, yeah. is that you wash the linen of a deceased person immediately, but not before they're buried, as the fear that they would not rest in their grave. I mean, when you die, you cook yourself. So yeah, you want to kind of wash those clothing? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to rest yeah. in my grave if I can put them in my pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's much I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far we've taken, don't piss off your woman if she squints at you because you're not going to work. Yeah. Don't put your cat in an oven. So never put your cat in an oven. And also never put them in the same room as a dead body because yeah. that's just not And wash your dirty poopy clothes. <laughs> No, just no. Just don't do that. Okay, on to the next one. When someone was sick, a handful of green nettles would be placed under their bed. If the nettles kept green, that would be seen as a good sign that the person would recover. Okay, are we talking sting nettles on this one? Well, I should hope not. Where's um, the nettles? Hang on, under their bed. Oh, well, if it's stinging nettles, it doesn't matter. You just don't want to forget about it, do you? Mm. When you be cleaning under the bed in a month's time and think... <laughs> I get that because it's kind of like if it doesn't die. And that was weeds, though. I don't know if that makes yeah, any difference. No, but they are. So, like, they don't die very easy. Not from my experience with weeds. They just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. If you do get up there, there's a good chance you're going to have a room overtaken with nettles. But then nettles did used to get used in, like, old herbal medicines and stuff. And, I mean, obviously not. Like back, they would like grind Maybe it up and they'd make it into a drink, wouldn't yeah. they? Like you could have like nettle tea and things, but putting it under your bed. Well, Maybe it's a weed, it refuses to die. Mm. So it's a bit of good luck in there for, someone. you know, someone who's ill. True. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if someone shivers while sat before a roaring fire, it's said that the spirit is searching for your grave. Ooh, I like that one. That's got a bit of creep factor to it. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know that old superstition of, you know, if you get a shiver down the spine, oh, oh someone's, someone's walking over my grave. Yeah. It feels like that comes from something a bit more solid than just. I would love to know where that superstition came from. I would love to know, though, where that superstition came from, where. You'd have a shiver, someone's walking on a grave, or yeah. you'd step on a crack, break your mother's back. Like, <laughs> that type of thing. Like, where did they come from? Like, how did they start? I'll have to look into that for the next one. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. that's quite creepy, though, because, like, what? Well, I'm sat at the fire, I get a shiver, and I'm like, some spirit Someone's... is coming after me. It doesn't really make sense, actually. If you're alive, then how are they searching for your grave? Yeah. Unless they don't kill you. Yeah, they don't kill you. The ghosts are coming. The ghosts are coming. Okay. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> okay, it is considered terrible luck if you pick a flower that grows on a grave. I mean, I feel like that's just disrespectful anyway. Unless it's weeds. Oh, we're back to the weeds now. We're back to the yeah, weeds. I'm obsessed with weeds. 
So, <laughs> I mean, it says that if anyone does, inevitably they're going to die or they can expect a disaster in the family before the year is out. Like, are we talking like natural flowers or are we saying, no. when, when you say natural flowers, do you mean... <laughs> I am not like a green fingered person. I have no idea what it comes to. No, like you can get like natural flowers that grow, can't you? Like daisies and things like that. But I thought they were weeds. Well, if a daisy is a weed, that's really upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) I love daisies, but I thought they were technically weeds. I mean, yeah. How have we got more for that? Right. Let me just circle us back. Sorry, I'm getting a bit (laughs) off topic here. (laughs) Yeah, well, I just. what, What about like. Grandfathers who work in cemeteries, surely they pick flowers all the time. They probably imagine that. Where's my own flowers from? Oh, pick them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so bad luck, though. So, I mean, yeah, more of the same. Is it just on Friday the 13th, do you think? I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it anyway. I yeah, I wouldn't do it anyway. And be like, oh, pretty flower, I'll take that. Yeah, and then fall like, downstairs as I'm walking away. I miss my own death. Yeah. <laughs> Such bad luck. Yeah, um, I feel like you'd, you'd especially if it was a pretty flower, you'd yeah. feel like you deserve it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Your death, if you were stealing from the dead. That feels pretty. <laughs> I think that's, that's the word like... I'm looking for. I don't even know. That feels pretty disrespectful, shameful. Yeah, well, all of the above, really. Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> okay, so number 11. Beware of the tollite. Yeah, we'll just yeah. some words. But yeah. yeah. So it's an ominous sound, unearthly and heard by undertakers just before an order for a coffin would be made. That's weird. Yeah. Shuffling, tapping, and unearthly grunting sounds heard in the night are said to be that of the tollite. Even today, carpenters in Wales have been known to claim that they are forewarned of death by hearing strange rappings in the timbers of the workshop. I mean, that's going to be a loud fucking workshop, because so many people die. Like, that's going to be tapping. Like, well, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mate, no, someone's going to die. I work in an undertaker. Like, yeah. My phone ain't ringing. <laughs> I'm out of business. So, yeah. But what happens if the tapping stops one day? You're just like, right, that's it. Set up shop. No one's, no one's gonna die. <laughs> well, they are the business that's gonna carry on forever, aren't they? So it's like the best business to be in. Polite mind. I I would have thought that's just like ghosts, though. But it, I don't know if it's ominous. Then so what? They were just shuffling, tapping, and an unearthly grunting. That sounds like us coming back from the night out. <laughs> <laughs> We are the animal sounds. I mean, that would be really good to know, though. Like, I mean, long shot, but if any carpenters listening that make coffins. Oh, so this is the, this isn't even undertakers. This is the carpenters who make coffins. Yeah, hear it. So even today, a carpenter would have been known to claim that they are forewarned by death by hearing the strange sounds. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I mean, if anywhere out there is, yeah, um, they hear Let that. us know if you've heard the twilight. Yeah. Oh, that could be a really good story. I know. Definitely get in touch. Paranormal Wales at Outlook.com. No, Paranormal Paranormal Wales one at Outlook.com. Terrible. How bad am I? (laughs) The number 12. Yeah. How we are. This is associated with Glamorganshire area in particular um, and is related to the Irish Banshee. The only Banshee I know is from Charmed. (laughs) 
Interesting. <laughs> I love that. I know, I love Tom. Um, but it says that the doleful cry can be heard three times, getting weaker with each call, coming from the home of a sick person, heard from a distance, said to sound sad and wailing, or like a smothered shriek, or even rushing like the sound of birds' wings. The weird noise is meant to be a ghostly spirit foretelling death. That's so creepy. That's chills, though, isn't it? Again, can't really ask anyone if they've heard it because you'd be dead <laughs> after you've heard it. Yeah. It's like one of those weird things. Like, how did that even become a superstition? Because I assume you wouldn't die instantly after hearing it, especially if it, it happens three times, getting weaker with each call. So I can imagine you'd tell someone. <laughs> you'd be like, shit, you'll never guess what I just did. They're coming for me. Creepy though. I mean, really creepy, yeah. I wonder if like a hospital would hear, like patients in a hospital would hear that more than anything else. Because mm. you know, like when you're in hospital, I remember before my nan died, Yeah. she told me she saw a black cat and oh, okay. the nurse said it's the cat of death. But people obviously hallucinate like when they're towards the end and whatever. Maybe that's kind of like a, yeah, creepy. That is really creepy. Mm. Oh, okay. So we have that one, and we have the collar. I mean, they're quite similar things. Yeah. Like, the one is there to tell you that you're going to die. The other one's there to tell the undertaker to fill your coffin. Yeah. <laughs> we stand no chances here. <laughs> Everyone knows our death before we know our death. Yeah. It's like, kind of creepy. I wonder which one comes first. The oh, collar telling you to... Make the coffin. Make the coffin, or the... Pretty interesting. I wonder which one comes first. I wonder if anyone has ever had an experience. Both. I mean, let us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and we're on to the last point then with number 13. Ooh. Speaking of, I don't know if it was really wise to start a podcast on Friday the 13th when it's, Look, when like it's, said, when it's all superstition about bad luck. You make your own luck. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Well, we're going into spooky, so hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. <laughs> If this is all a big fail, we know why. Because we started on Friday. The 13th. And this is it. It's not our fault. It's Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Just playing Friday. The 13th. Well, technically, we're not recording on Friday the thirteenth. Gee, <laughs> no. They're gonna know. Hundred percent, we're live right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So point thirteen. Anyway, yarrow is supposed to be the death flower in Wales, mm. and in some parts of Glamorgan, we live in Glamorgan. We do. Um, a plant is not permitted inside the house, for it is assumed that a funeral will follow. Yarrow has many healing properties, but perhaps this superstition was derived from the fact that during the Middle Ages, Yarrow was purported to be able to assist in summoning the devil what? and driving him away, and it was used in complex Christian exorcism rituals. Oh, hang on. Oh, so, wow. So you summon the devil with this plant, then you're like... No, bitch, don't like you. So you use the same plant to be like, bye, Felicia. You summon him and drive him away. That sounds like a toxic relationship. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> the devil himself, that's, uh, that's a pretty strong flower. Is this just in Wales you think, this flower? It does say in Wales, in mm. Glamorgan in particular. I mean, I know the flower is like a little like white flower. Kind of looks like a bigger version of baby's breath. Yeah. So... I've never actually seen it in person that I know of, but 
I mean, the bit that you mentioned there at the end as well, that I guess she used for exorcism, that's creepy enough as it is because obviously we know that part of our town that exorcisms still happen. It is yes, like we will come to that in another episode. We will definitely cover that off in another episode because that is just freaky to hear that, yeah, that it it's not still that it still yeah not so much that it still happens because oh, I guess it has that. to happen yeah but um, well we say it has to happen <laughs> maybe you're a non-believer but why are you here <laughs> but yeah obviously we know it it goes on but it's very local to us I wonder if they're still using the flower. Well, yeah, I mean, it's part of a exorcism ritual and complex, like, exorcisms as well. So, it's really interesting to think, like, that this flower could just be on the side of the road and you don't realise that that's the death flower and that gets used in rituals. Yeah. And it's there to summon the devil but also tell the devil to go away. Like, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean? (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) It's just really strange that that is, like, around us, but... We don't know. Maybe we need to find a picture of the flower and we'll post the flower online just so people can kind of see the flower. I don't know if that's why. Why are people trying to stop summoning the devil? It's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't want any negative vibes coming through <laughs> to us because we said, oh, go and pick some yarrow. It's, I mean, it's great stuff. If you want to see the flower, then tell us. And what if you pick yarrow off some grave? Then you're really fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) We tell people to go out and start looking for this flower and they go picking it off graves, right? We are not responsible for that. That's nothing to do with us. That's a disclaimer. (laughs) Okay, so um, that's all the points from the, again, we'll say the website's name, Spooky Isles, Mm -hmm. because that was a big help. Yeah, massive help. And I think if you guys have got any superstitions of Wales yeah um, that aren't included in this please let yeah. us know or if you have any superstitions that are on this list maybe and you take them really seriously yeah because or like even if you're not from Wales tell us the superstitions of your areas yeah because it's interesting we think of Friday the 13th as a bad omen or mm-hmm. a superstitious thing yeah but other cultures may not see no, other, no other cultures don't. Right. Um, there was, I think it was France when I was looking into it, um, at one point thought it was a, a day of luck. See? And there's other numbers as well, which 13, um, in particular in Western culture, yeah. I was reading, is considered bad or unlucky. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that don't have the number 13. Yeah, there's, there's hotels, yeah. there's cruise ships like mm-hmm. with floors there's a lot of um a lot of this to do with floors and room numbers isn't it yeah they avoid using the number 13 they'll just do like 12a 12b or they'll just jump straight to 14 and they'll just pretend yeah. that 13 doesn't exist yeah which is really bizarre for me because just because you don't name it 13 doesn't mean it's not, not actually 13. number 13 because it is <laughs> but it is a strange one yeah i know but, I mean, thanks for listening, guys. It's been oh, eventful. Hang on. Oh, hang no, on. she's going to blindside me. She's blindsiding me. What yeah, so I have another little thing <laughs> for you. No, it's not a question, right? Okay. This time, you haven't got to know anything. But mm. have you heard of Peter Moore? No. Okay, so I thought, again, not really creepy, but a little tidbit to add to this. Okay. So I don't think he's actually from North Wales. 
but he owned cinemas up in North Wales. Right. Back in the 90s. I think 1995 was the year. 1995 was the year. Okay. (laughs) Twas the night. He was a serial killer. No. Yes. What? I even read that he was the worst serial killer from Wales. He killed four men between, I want to say it was like September and December in 1995. So when he was in court, I think he initially admitted to the murders. Right. I think a lot of them were gay men that he Mm -hmm. he had met at clubs or things of that sort. He later uh, retracted his statement and said that his boyfriend or his lover, Jason, had done them. Does that name ring a bell? Jason. Friday the 13th. He owned cinemas. He had taken... No Yeah. Way. Yeah, so he'd taken... Um, oh, that's literally like Ghostbusters. Yeah, like, I know, oh, I know. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, so he was inspired by the Friday the 13th film. That's... Like Peter Hunt, do you really think they weren't going to clock on <laughs> that there was no Jason? Yeah. Jason's like... A lover. That's so terrible. How long did he get? Did he know? Life. Yeah, no. yeah, I was I was looking into him. I got a bit obsessed then, yeah. Yeah, and I was looking into him <laughs> a bit more. And he has, um, like is the word petitioned to get released earlier or parole. Yeah, uh, he's looked into parole, but he had. I think at the time it was three consecutive life sentences. Wow. Yeah, so his murders had a striking resemblance to those in the films. That's so crazy. yeah. I did read somewhere as well. He was quite brutal as well. <laughs> I can't remember where I read it, but he had a superman's uh bat on oh, hung no. next to his bed and it was not for protection. So oh. you can only imagine from there. That's I know. I know. Sick. That's so Sick. I think he targeted mainly gay men, but I I did read somewhere else as well that one of them was just sort of wrong place, wrong time. Poor guy. Well, they're all poor guys. There's yeah. No, there's no... But it's kind of... But yeah, he's still alive in, in Wakefield Prison, so... Mm. There's a lot of them. He was even apparently friends at one point with Harold Chipman. Really? He probably had himself, so... Which is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's my last little mm. Friday the 13th Wales oh. fact. <laughs> it's sort of connected to it all. <laughs> I mean... Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah, happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. Don't step on the ladders. Don't put caps in the oven. <laughs> Don't squint at your man. Don't squint at your man. <laughs> yeah, just... Wash your linen. Don't pick... Down. Yeah, don't pick flowers. Just... Stay at home. Read a book. Listen to our podcast. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yes. I mean, tell your friends about us. Get the word out. We yeah. want all the spooky stories. I know. So, Paranormal Wales One at Outlook dot com. We've also got our Facebook. Yeah. Spooky Wales from Wales. I'll have a look. Details about Wales. Yeah. Thanks for joining us and. Maybe surprise them with, with the area and not say, or should we? Um, I don't think it matters too much, does it? It's a pretty broad area. Yeah, it's a pretty broad area. So we're going to be covering Cardiff in our first proper episode yeah. where we're delving into the spooks. Proper spooks. Spooks. The big old chance. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> exciting. 
Um, but thanks for joining us, and we will speak to you all soon. Yeah. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.